0: I don't feel like I have a lot of willpower what should I be doing from here to make sure that I'm able to you know get two cookies later on because who doesn't want two cookies
1: when I'm starting to approach this thing I'm trying to reform this habit I'm trying to commit to a healthier lifestyle these are the things that are going to help me And these are the things that I need to watch out for. Hello and welcome to Full Circle, the magic mindset podcast. I'm Leah Lilly, and I am joined as always by my co-host, Matt Carlberg. We aim to bridge the gap between my study of astrology and Matt's study of psychology and sociology. Each week, we pick a specific theme and approach it from two different perspectives to come to a deeper understanding from both an astrological and psychological perspective.
0: If you missed out on any of our previous episodes, you can catch up at lealily.com slash full circle podcast or by searching for Full Circle Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or YouTube leah and i have been on a wellness kick lately we are what i like to call accountability buddies we have a couple rules that we follow and check in with each other on to make sure that we are working out every day eating healthy drinking water things like that And for me, at least, I know that throughout my life, I have had to find these accountability buddies to make me do the things that I should just be doing already, because I lack the theme of today, which is willpower.
1: We are in our first full week of Sagittarius season. Lasting from November 22nd until December 21st, this is a transition from the water energy of Scorpio to the fire element of Sagittarius. The quality of Sagittarius I want to explore with you today is just that, exploration. Like Dora, it's time to strap on your backpack, pull out your map, and start exploring. Sagittarius is known for its spirit of adventure. Most Sagittarians really enjoy travel and exploring the world and themselves. Sagittarius season provides us with opportunities to grow and expand through experiences. This is the season that beckons us forward, onward, and upward. Whether we're ready or not, it's time to venture out and explore. This can seem especially hard to do right now as we face winter in the Northern Hemisphere, but remember, exploration can happen on both a personal and physical level. This is a great time to explore who you've become over the past year and start getting an idea of who you'd like to expand into being. It's a great season for travel and going exploring and experiencing new places, even if that means local travel within your city. Try venturing to a place you've never been over the next few weeks. This season may throw you some obstacles and challenges on your adventures and Swiper may try to thwart you once or twice But remember, you have the tools in your backpack to make it to the end of your journey through Sagittarius season. After all, we made it through Scorpio, didn't we? And you can always throw out a swipe or no swiping to save the day. Venus enters Capricorn on Monday, November 25th, asking us to consider structure and definition when it comes to love and pleasure. How can you show love through responsible and logical gestures? This may almost seem counterintuitive when it comes to love. After all, love's got a certain flow to it that can be hard to contain and put structure around. But Venus in Capricorn encourages us to observe the ways we can bring some practicality to who and what we love. It's time to take an honest and logical look at these things and to take stock. What's working really well? What's missing? What needs some improvement? Asking these questions is going to ask us to check our emotions at the door so we can use our logical power to give the things we love some stability, structure, and security. After all, we want them to last, right? Emotions are going to be more reserved as we take on issues in a more practical way during this transit. This is going to help us root our relationships and desires into the real world. Don't let your insecurities overtake you here, rather use them as jumping off points to grow. Sagittarius has got your back here. Remember, it's all just part of exploring. The new moon in Sagittarius graces us with her presence on Tuesday, November 26th at 9.05 a.m. Central Time and has us exploring our inner sense of freedom. What does it mean to be free in your world? What makes you feel boundless, limitless, and open? This new moon is a great time to explore what you want for yourself and assert your confidence in the life you want to create for yourself. You may have big dreams or ideas that others have deemed unrealistic, but this new moon is here to reveal the real obstacles that stand in your way and hopefully pump you up enough to get excited about the journey of conquering them. It may be tough, but I'll bet you've been through tougher. This new moon and the Sagittarius season is all about freedom within and without. It's time to go ahead and take that leap toward your dreams, baby. Neptune stations direct in Pisces on Wednesday, November 27th, allowing our imagination to soar to new heights. After being in retrograde for several months and maybe feeling a little uninspired or blocked, this movement reminds us that there's not always a logical answer to everything. Sometimes tuning into our own intuition is key to dissolving boundaries and limits. This may create some confusion or chaos as you enter new territory, but remember, this season is all about exploring the new and unknown. It's time to explore our dreams, let ourselves imagine freely, and use that imagination to bring change around us. Listen inwardly for answers and trust yourself. Neptune is at home here, as Neptune rules Pisces. Now that things are moving forward again, hopefully your head, heart, and intuition will be feeling a little clearer. Everything seems to be working in harmony this week, so I hope it brings you a happy, beautiful, and peaceful Thanksgiving with loved ones. When we were thinking about today's theme of willpower, Will Smith came to mind. So we get to talk about Will Smith because he's a great guy. What's your favorite Will Smith movie?
0: Will Smith movie? The first one that I think of is Men in Black. I also think of, what was the one where he was the Wild West and they had, like, there's those machines and that bad guy. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: He portrayed the Wild West himself?
0: Yeah, he was just like a cowboy man. And he had another cowboy man with him and they got into hijinks. And some dude was going to explode something. I'll look it up. But the reason that those two come to mind are, one, one of the first CDs I ever owned, not the first one, mind you, but one of the first CDs I ever owned was Will Smith, Willinium, I think it was called. Excellent, excellent CD. And then Men in Black comes to mind because I used to watch the cartoon with my dad.
1: So Men in Black is your favorite Will Smith movie?
0: I think that that's probably what I would say if I had to pick. But I also like Seven Pounds. Mm. Excellent underrated film. What's the one where he's the, the day trader and he does the Rubik's Cube?
1: Pursuit of Happiness.
0: That's an excellent film.
1: iRobot. Great movie.
0: iRobot's good. Hitch.
1: Hitch is good. What's the one where he's the last guy on Earth pretty much?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I am legend. Shoot. I am legend. Yeah, that's such a good one. And you know what's really interesting about I am legend? Well, there's so many things. One, I consider myself to be a zombie expert. Everybody thinks those are zombies. They're not. They're vampires. Number two, if you read the book, the book, I'm not that guy. The book is so much better. It's such a good book. They're, They're totally different. So maybe it's not better. It's just good. But, like, you should absolutely read the book. It's great.
1: I might pick it up. That sounds like an interesting book. It sounds like it would be an interesting read. So I might pick that up. It's funny that you mentioned Will Smith's sort of musical career because I remember also having a Will Smith album. I had Lost and Found.
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: It was... I guess a a rap album that he put out in two thousand five, and I just remember like jamming out to that. And then as I got older, I was like, "This is a really interesting little album here." And I I don't know why even where I got it or why I had it, but I had a Will Smith album. Yeah,
0: get it. You know what? I'm trying to find this Wild Wild West movie that he did. Hey, there's a song about it and everything. It's a real thing, but I can't find it yet. But a couple of the other greats, Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two, Focus was good. Uh, he was also in Aladdin and Suicide Squad, both mm. of which I'm not super fond of. Independence Day is an amazing movie. And did you see? It's a Netflix original. It's called Bright. Did you see that? I did not. Oh, it's so good. It like really appeals to the, I guess, spoiler alert, guys. I'm a Dungeons and Dragons dude. Like, I actually really enjoy that game. And it really appealed to like the world building sense there. I'm sorry, I'm going a million directions at once because Will Smith is also going a million directions at once. The movie is just called Wild Wild West and Will Smith does a song called Wild Wild West in it.
1: You know, the whole Smith family is really interesting to me. They all seem to have some part in the entertainment industry, which is really cool. But I know, and maybe the whole ploy of using Will Smith as our little non sequitur today was to talk about Jada because she is one of my favorite people right now, huge role model in life and really in the industry for me as far as what she's doing right now. And she has started this... I think it's through Facebook, honestly, where her and Willow and Jada's mother sit down and they call it Red Table Talk. And they'll talk about like different things and get three different generational perspectives. And then they also have like different celebrities come on. Like at one point, um, Will Smith himself even came on and they were like, we're going to talk about some of the misconceptions that people have of us and our family and just get like really real and talk about what what was said and what actually was going on. And I think that the whole family really displays this like form of transparency that we sort of demand as we move further into the future of like, we just want to see that people are authentic and like real human beings. And not these kind of like fake images. And I've really enjoyed watching this family be very transparent and sort of break down the perception we all have of them to say, no, this is actually who we are and how we function as a family.
0: That's super cool. That's a neat project to do as a family. I think I I really like that.
1: Yeah. And for such a powerful, famous family too. I I think it's an incredible idea and I love watching them. I like covet my red table talk episodes and times and I still have a whole bunch of them to watch but I watch them slowly because they really make you think about stuff like they they're not approaching light topics I think the most recent one I saw come out was about narcissism and how to recognize if you're in a like a relationship anywhere in your life with somebody who's a narcissist
0: that uh, honestly sounds like one that we could do
1: be interesting too. it would it would be interesting through. to also see if there's astrological trends in terms of narcissism and where it shows up, but just yeah. from Will Smith to Jada to Jaden to Willow to all the Smiths, what a fam,
0: yeah, and we do have to talk about at least we don't have to spend any time on it because I think it's time to move on, but I mean we have to mention fresh Prince of Bel Air of course yes. And then I would like to close with this statement. We must never forget Will Smith's magnum opus, Shark Tale. That to read all about it. Our featured business this week is Thesis Books.
1: This is one of the only places where you can judge a book by its cover. This unique business offers incredible and one-of-a-kind hand-bound journals and books. Thesis Books seeks to share imagination and curiosity with adventure of all kinds. They believe that each of us is full of personality and that what you write, draw, or read should reflect that. You're bound to like this amazing and creative business.
0: Whether you're an avid reader or just looking for a nice planner, turn the page to thesisbooks.com. I really just want to make sure that everybody knows that I said leather, and that's like a really good pun. What is willpower? We've talked about it a lot thus far, and I think it's a, obviously a term that everybody knows, but I don't know that like we we have a good way to make this intangible thing tangible so willpower is really just the ability to put off short-term gratification in order to get what you want in the long term it requires conscious effort and typically it requires a significant investment of resources so think you know mental emotional physical resources the other thing and i think that this is a little bit different and, and helps further our definition here, willpower is a resource in and of itself and it is finite. It is a very limited resource. So there's a couple of psychology experiments that have been done really to just demonstrate when we start to gain willpower as children and how important it becomes as an adult. So the kid version, we've all seen it. There's really popular YouTube videos of it. You give a kid a marshmallow or an Oreo or something and you say, okay, we're going to leave. If this is still here, when we get back, we'll give you two. So pretty, pretty simple cause and effect there, right? Don't eat the cookie, you get another one. Before the age of five years old, it's like almost impossible for a child to not eat that cookie or marshmallow as soon as you leave. But after five years old, we start to be able to do that mental math to say, like, okay, I can do this. I just need to hold tight a little bit longer. They're gonna come back, and I'm gonna get that second cookie. So it's it's about five years old, is where we start to learn that. As an adult, however, it becomes really easy to see how willpower is a limited resource uh, that's available to us. So the experiment here is you put people in a room with I think in this specific case, it was a bowl of radishes and a bowl of cookies. One group is told you can eat the cookies, and one group is said you can only eat the radishes. A little bit later on, those same people are given a very difficult puzzle to work on, and they're told to complete it. The group that was able to eat the cookies worked on the puzzle for an average of 20 minutes more, 20 minutes longer. And what that demonstrates is, you know, I didn't have to exert willpower of only eating these nasty radishes. I could eat those cookies. So I have more of this resource available to me now to make me power through and complete this puzzle. So I think the next natural question from there is, okay, I don't feel like I have a lot of willpower. What should I be doing from here to make sure that I'm able to, you know, get two cookies later on? Because who doesn't want two cookies? instead of a bowl of radishes. So the first one is I think just a wellness tip in general. Use it, don't abuse it. So when you deplete your resource of willpower, your body tries to replenish it with other resources. So kind of the the example here is, you know, if I have a really long week at work, you know, maybe I wanna go out and get a drink after work on on Friday. Or, I know for me personally, when I have a really hard day, I'm like, you know what? I am going to get a pizza tonight. And when most of your days are difficult, it's like, well, then you're eating pizza every night. That's not good for you. What are you going to do? So use it, don't abuse it. The next one is to utilize distraction. This is one that I'm super, super good at. One of the rules that Leia and I are following is no eating um, between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. It's a little different for her because of her work schedule, but it's it's basically don't eat right before bed. And if I am really feeling like I want a snack or maybe I want to, you know, get get some unhealthy thing delivered, something like that, I just distract myself. I start playing a video game, I go work out, I call a friend, do something so that I'm not focused on the fact that like, should I or should I not go get this food? And the last one is Work it like it's a muscle. It really is the type of thing where you can build the amount of willpower resource that you have available to you just by being active in in your willpower. So if we are able to do something for a long enough period of time, it becomes a habit. And once we've built that habit, it doesn't require as much, if any, willpower to keep doing that thing. Habits typically form between, and this is a huge number and I get that, between 18 and 250 days. So if you do that activity for for that amount of time, you'll form a habit. It depends a lot on the activity, but really what we would typically say is between three and four weeks, you're able to form that habit. So if you can win that mental battle for a month, then you're going to you know, grow that willpower resource in the future. When
1: we look at willpower in terms of astrology and where willpower lives in the astrological realm of things, we're looking at Mars. We've talked about Mars before, but Mars indicates how we take action. It's an action-oriented planet. Mars was the war god. So this is kind of associated as being the war planet and that energy, that assertion that initiative, the thing that drives our desires, and how we overcome obstacles and how active we are, all indicated by our Mars placement. So in preparation for our episode, looked at Matt and my Mars placements. My Mars is in Libra. We've talked about this a little bit, but my impulses sort of remain dormant until I'm able to mentally weigh a situation. So Mars is an impulsive planet. It wants to be impulsive. It wants to take Action and urgent action, and it wants to act freely. But with my Mars and Libra, the scales, the weighing of that sort of comes into play first, and I don't always take action right away. For Matt, with Mars and Aries, Mars is at home there and it's forceful, it's assertive, at times it can be aggressive, it's got a lot of vitality. And so when we look at these two signs, right, of Libra and Aries, for me, Libra, air, Because Libra is an air sign, there's a lot of thinking involved. So I'm able to think through, okay, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to keep myself to or keep myself from doing. And there's a little bit of a tendency to be able to reason and say, oh, let me convince myself that instant gratification now is better than the payoff of waiting until later. Or on the flip side of that, being able to reason with myself to wait. But Because there's sort of that give and take that balance of the scales, it could go either way. For Matt, he is good at acting on things. He's good at putting power into things. And maybe it starts with this sort of fiery burst of like, yeah, I'm doing it. These are all the rules. I've laid it out. This is what I'm going for. Because Aries is a fire sign. This may mean that there's trouble with follow through. There's initial excitement and initial commitment, but maybe the follow through or the longer haul is a little bit more difficult, which can lead to some falling off the wagon, just in terms of willpower in general, whether it's health related or trying to beat a bad habit, whatever it may be. And there's also a tendency or a potential to become too militant and become too forceful about it and too uh, maybe aggressive that you're not allowing for that change and and grace that sometimes comes with practicing willpower, right? Because willpower is a practice. So one of the ways that I've come to best understand willpower is through astrology and mainly through Mars because it really does talk about, okay, how is action taken in my life just naturally? And then once you understand that and you understand what natural strengths you're working with, and maybe what natural drawbacks, you can start to understand, okay, when I'm starting to approach this thing, I'm trying to reform this habit, I'm trying to commit to a healthier lifestyle, these are the things that are going to help me, and these are the things that I need to watch out for. If there's anything that I talk about time and time again in each episode of our podcast, It's that knowing the root beforehand can be really helpful, and the astrology of willpower helps give you a little bit more of the lay of the land before you just walk out there and sort of encounter these like little landmines that are hidden and do teach us things, and there's no problem with stumbling upon experiences, but this can maybe instruct you to where some of those might be so that you're not running into as many issues. You're a little more prepared.
0: The first thing that I noticed when you started talking about making it look like I'm on fire with a brand new plan, that's definitely something that I do. And it's gotten to the point where like, I have to make a conscious effort to not tell people when I'm trying to do something, because I will often not necessarily fizzle out, but I just like sometimes have a hard time coming through. Like, I've been training for a marathon for like eight years at this point. And I keep getting injured or I find some reason that I'm not going to be able to do it. And so I kind of like flame out on that. What is the best way for me to not do that? How do I get some, I don't know, I guess it would a water sign be opposite. How do I get some water in my life?
1: I'm so glad you asked that question because it brings up a really great point of Finding people who have maybe the strengths that you don't and that's why I think the accountability buddies thing is so great is because we each have strengths that the other doesn't you got us started so quickly on You know, we sort of laid out. Okay. This is what we're gonna do and you were like boom We're doing it and I even you know the day that we started I was like, whoa, okay we're like doing this and sort of did some of the things and was a little bit like able to talk myself out of other things and through the beginning of this process watching your steadfast sort of commitment to it has been really inspiring. So I think it's about working with other people or working around other people who have qualities that maybe you're lacking that you can find inspiration in to say okay, how can I use their strength to to help better myself instead of, you know, jealousy or, you know, all those other things that come up when we look at things that other people are doing and wish automatically that we could just like have that. So I think it's about finding people who have the, the strengths that you don't. And then on the other side of that, getting really clear about what your strengths are and then what you think you are maybe missing. So what's missing for you and getting really, really clear about that. And whether you think that's something that you can cultivate and practice. And like you were saying, work that as sort of a muscle that then becomes like second nature or if you're going to need to find that in a different source. But also, you know, looking at your chart as a whole, this is just a piece that we've pulled out. So it's very um, sort of overarching. But when we look at it next to your moon placement, where your Mercury is and your sun, we start to get a little bit more of a specific picture and how those things specifically relate to you in the way that you experience your willpower journey. I think it's also really important to to look at your Mars placement, aka your willpower, next to your moon, which is your emotions, and your sun, which is your, your ego and personality, too. Because those two things will definitely factor into the way your willpower comes out, the way you're able to assert it, essentially. So I know we only talked about Mars today and specifically what Mars does and because a large part of our willpower is housed there... But I just want to make very clear that this works at a much more individual basis and is influenced by a couple of different factors. And so while I definitely encourage you to get out there, look at your Mars placement, start to understand what Mars means in whatever sign it is for you. Also understand that the way that works with different aspects of your personality is going to make it more personal to you and maybe change a couple of the elements within that placement and what it holds for you. it is a mystical monday because today's tarot card comes from the mystic monday's tarot deck it is the king of pentacles and this card is a sign of security financial prosperity and worldly gain It's time to commit and be responsible for your best life. And this includes security and a solid financial base. If you've been worried about money or your finances, now is the time to focus in and call in some abundance. It's time to set your vibration right and call in what you're craving. Focusing on what you don't want only creates more room for those type of experiences in your life. What does abundance mean and include to you? Seeking quality over quantity will help raise your vibration, so take some pleasure and find joy in the process of profit.
0: As we move into Thanksgiving week, this week's psychological wellness tip is all about giving thanks. Expressing gratitude has positive effects on those receiving the thanks, but it also helps those giving thanks. Last week's tip talked about making connections and what better way to make new connections than by recognizing what others are doing for you. And what better way to honor the old connections than by giving thanks when you meet up for that turkey dinner. Take the time this week to recognize even the little things that others do for you and make sure that they know that you appreciate them.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Full Circle The Magic Mindset Podcast. If you want to learn more about us or hear previous episodes, you can visit leyalily.com slash full circle podcast. There you can find previous episodes and also our show notes where we include previous tarot polls, links, and more extras from each of our episodes. You can also engage with us on Twitter at full Circle underscore P-O-D. And we also have a community on Facebook under Full Circle The Magic Mindset Podcast where we hope to communicate and talk with you. You can share your insights, your thoughts on our themes and more in that community. If you wanna to listen to more of our episodes, we are on Spotify and iTunes and also on my website. We release new episodes every Monday Thanks so much for joining us and we'll talk to you next week.